Hello and you are welcome to episode 11 of Dan and Dara Doability. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Harry. Well Dan, how are things? We're good, we're good. We're good, we're good. Uh, I suppose, you know, uh, last week we had a chat with the amazing Sir Shad. We certainly did. Um, we were talking about mental health, uh, which is a which is a huge thing. Um, we're very grateful for coming in. You know, actually. yeah, definitely. Yeah, we never kind of said. I don't think you actually we, we covered why we were even doing. It. I think we're just boo. Here's Sir Shad. Yeah, um, I think. Well, I suppose for me, um, I I actually got a few few messages after the the episode went out, and I think um, just you know talking about mental health and that kind of thing and I think now that I think we're going back to you know when we initially started the podcast that was one of the topics that I kind of knew that I wanted to cover at some point down the line yeah um, I think there's a lot more in it yeah and I, I suppose like we could make a whole series of it maybe we will um, maybe we will Dan and Dara sub-series on mental health yeah exactly <laughs> Dan and Dara do mental health Okay, that's a bit odd, but <laughs> you know, you know it is. I mean, there, there's a lot. There's a lot of people to talk. There's a lot of different points of view. Yeah, I mean, Sersha made an awful lot of very, 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 very valid points. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, and it's um, especially with a book as well. I think it's a very interesting way to to look at it. Yeah, um, and I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely excited to see it be released and to to read it yeah definitely you know it'd be nice to uh to, to delve into it and kind of you know i know we should, should give them a little insights into it and stuff like that but it kind of go and make sense of it all actually and see what all these people down a leash in a dreaded place are mm. up to so on the back of that then dan or not in the back of it but to add to that you were out the weekend again yes yeah so i'm i mentioned it a little bit last week but I was working with the National Youth Council of Ireland on a men's health program that they're doing for um, Men's Health Week in June. Yeah. Uh, it's the... Ends on Father's Day, I think. So it starts the Monday, yeah, the Monday, Monday before. 16th, that. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. yeah. 16th <coughs> to the 20th, five days in a week. Um, so that will be... In June, so what we were doing was um, creating three uh, separate videos. So one on physical health, one on uh, mental health, and one on sexual health. Um, and I was involved along with the amazing Mr. Jack Kavanagh. Um, I was involved with the mental health side of it very good and just kind of explaining what mental health means to me and how it affects me and you know my view on it and its importance and how I deal with certain situations Um, because I remember last week I was talking about you know we we've had conversations yep you know just because I worry so much about yeah. different things. Um, so I, I think <coughs> I was in, I, it meant a huge amount to me that um, I was invited to be a part of that because it's, it's a conversation that needs 
to continue. Absolutely, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And there, you know, mental health is something that's always going to be around. Yeah. It can't be just a mental health week either. Yeah, exactly. No. Um, well, that's great to have it brought to, you know, everyone's attention for a week and especially being men's health and, you know, you know being a man, obviously, <laughs> yeah. most of the time. Um, yeah, that, you know, it needs to be more than just that one week in the year where we all kind of go, oh, yeah, let's let's have a chat about this and let's, let's get in touch with ourselves. Yeah. It needs to be all the time. We need to keep this conversation going. Definitely. And I think it's it's a big thing about the stigma is that, like, we're constantly saying that the conversation needs to happen the it's important that we do act on what we're saying about you know it's important to talk yeah and to allow our feelings be heard yeah exactly this wasn't necessarily shoulder to shoulder but you know definitely face to face yeah yeah no i, I like that as well so included that, I think you were you were telling me there was um, a screenwriting um, competition coming up with the in association with the mental health day. Or yeah, week, week. as 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 far as I I can recall now, the one of the our, our filmmaker mentioned a screenwriting competition um, for under twenty five. That rules me out. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. That probably uh, is not a bad thing, you know. It'd be just talking about old people stuff and problems. Um, me bunions and you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, So I, uh, the winner, so obviously they get um, applications in, and the winner of that um, gets their screenplay uh, made. Very good. By Screen Ireland. Excellent. Is there a is there a title to it, or is it just kind of generally wide open, or is it to be to, is it to be associated with mental health? Um, no, I think it's. Ju- I think he mentioned it as as far as I remember a separate. Okay. Um, I think it was. He kind of mentioned it to me because I mentioned the screenplay elements of the assignment, yeah. the assignments that I have to do, um, and but I definitely. Um, said to him that I would pass it on to definitely all of our listeners yeah so if you're interested in getting your ideas out there absolutely so just look up to Mental Health Week and be sure to be a link there somewhere that'll bring you to the right place definitely yeah yeah absolutely what else went on on the day though Dan? Um, so the, the the day was actually really really interesting I, I remember I kind of it was interesting for me because I had a bit of a production hat on. Oh, were you looking this time, were you? <laughs> were you just kind of going, "Oh, do it that way"? <laughs> no, I, I suppose I just had, uh, you know, the way things were filmed. I was just fascinated with everything because, uh, you know, the way the way we film things in college mm. and then the way it translates into. Um, Real life, yeah, so right, yeah. Um, and then I, I suppose it was just really because I was asking about angles and and continuity, and, and I suppose maybe me, I was worried I was asking too many questions, but uh, no, no, it, it, it was really, really cool and really interesting. And um, met some really cool people, as I was saying, Jack Kavanagh earlier on. Um, it was really, really good to see him again and to catch up on 
on what he's been doing. And I actually mentioned... Um, we better get him on for the, a chat. The podcast to him. Yeah, yeah Jack, uh, we'll get you on for a chat, Jack. Definitely. Um, so we're going to try and arrange that. Yep, that's coming up. In the uh, near future. In, yeah, in the near future, yeah, along with a couple of other things we have in the bag. Mm-hmm. We're going to hopefully have a little look at, um, I suppose, the depiction of disability in film and drama and stuff like that. And, yeah, so we're, we're hoping to have a couple of interesting guest speakers on that as well. Yeah, um, and I think that that will be of particular use to me actually because that's one area that I would like to cover for my dissertation mm. next year is um, the representation of disability in the media. Yeah, we're back to good old free furioso again. Yeah, yeah, definitely, um, and just I suppose why I, I know we've had a few different conversations about this off air about like why um characters with disabilities aren't portrayed by actors yeah with so-called disabilities yeah um so yeah i, I think now when i say the representation of people with disabilities in the media I'll probably have to shorten that down because I... It's broad. Yeah, I brought forward uh, my idea for the thesis this year and it was, I think my three different chapters were the representation of dissociative identity disorder in Split. Okay. Yeah. Um, the representation of depression in uh, 13 Reasons Why. Okay. And the effect that social media has on people's mental health. And I remember having a discussion with my um my supervisor and she said, Listen, she was like, You could write three separate theses on these Yeah. Full full theses, never mind the mini one full, we're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh she said, you know, if you wanted to mention these at all next year you know, by all means, go ahead. But I think she's kind of saying, um, for this year, just focus on one. Cooler jets there and just, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think it's, I'm doing the research at the minute and it's actually fascinating. Mm. Like, because I'm not sure if I mentioned it last week, but I looked up a YouTube video about living with uh, dissociative identity disorder and this had this grown woman I think the interesting thing around this is and I was talking to to my supervisor about it was that people often associate DID we're going to call it with schizophrenia yeah but it's completely different right there's not well there's similarities but and I haven't gotten all the way to that yet but the interesting thing from looking at a documentary when I did and doing subsequent research that I'm on at the minute is, you know, there's the different personalities come out in different situations. So each one has its own role, which I thought was was really interesting. And But at the same time, they're all part of 
one being, yeah, so to speak. So, if I could use you an example, you could have, you know, you are you right now, but you could have another personality that podcast era with his radio voice. <laughs> you could have another personality that is twenty years old. That is, you know, a massive movie fan that's an actor that's you know been in hollywood movies or you know and for example like the the girl in the documentary that i was um watching had an altar that was a three-year-old okay and she like as i was saying she's a grown woman like um and it was just fascinating because she, the three-year-old in this interview came out, as in, I say came out, like... Took charge? Was, took charge, yeah. Yeah, I know, yes, uh, I know how to describe I know, it. I have, I have to get the terminology right, because I don't uh, Took charge will do, 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 do yeah. a different moment, I think. Took charge, yeah. So, and it, it, it was, in equal measure, it was fascinating, but it was also, I could also see the difficulty in it, you know? Um, because in in subsequent reading that I've done, people with this disorder aren't necessarily always in control of when. Now it, it turned out that she she was in that instance, but um, they're not always in control of when these personalities come out. Right. Um, and it was just fascinating during that interview because one minute the guy is talking to. You know, as I keep saying, a grown woman, and then next minute, in the blink of an eye, um, he's speaking to the same person essentially, but as a three-year-old. So it's someone completely different. Yeah. Do you know which I thought was? So it's not. It's not necessarily her when she was a three-year-old. No. No. Okay. So each personality has. Its own identity, I okay. suppose. That's yeah, yeah. that's what they call it. Dissociative identity disorder. So, you know, they have their own hobbies, their own. I think the way it was phrased in the research that I was doing was their own preferences, or you know, around like food, clothes, whatever, um, and it could be completely different to the host if I can call it that um, and obviously I don't want to get myself into too deep of water here because I'm only dipping, dipping your toe yeah I'm only I'm only speculating at, the, at, at, at this stage because I'm excuse me I'm still in the very early um, stages of it but it's it's absolutely fascinating I can't I can't wait to see like, I know where, where it's going to go, obviously, because I have a plan of where I want to go. But, uh, you know, I'm really excited to see where it will where it will go. Cool, I'm looking forward to it, too. Thanks, man. You know, and I think, I, I know part of what we can what we can get out of this as well, to some degree, or, you know, especially the ones we've got coming up with the director we, we, we hope to get in, will add itself to, to your thesis for next year anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've got to use parts of that. We're hoping to get one of the lecturers here. Who is uh, quite a knowledge on 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 the subject, 
you know, so like that's mm-hmm. half your work done for next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I think it was, it was. I, I, I remember actually studying Mad Max. Um, Fury Road, I think, was it in in second did year. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we had a look at that. Yeah, second year, and uh, it was actually because that was the first time I think I'd seen Mad Max or it might have been the second time but you get so much more out of it mm. it's in there like once I suppose once or, I suppose now we kind of know where to look but at that stage we didn't really know and it's interesting once you're like pointed in a certain direction once you got your eye in yeah it's just fascinating like what more you can get out of it because like they've got the shall we call it the baseline of the story and each character's role in it but I suppose when you have to like delve deeper into it it's just absolutely fascinating I find it fascinating anyway I don't know I don't know about you oh no you don't know absolutely I, I there's because done, I've done a Christmas, and kind of you find yourself somewhere else completely. You know, you're going on a little rabbit hole, and you're kind of you're 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 looking at transmedia or something like that, which I'm going to do my one on, and then suddenly you find yourself looking at the backstory in a, on a particular episode of a movie or so, or a, a series and stuff like that. It is you know, mm-hmm. once you once you start going, this old college life is uh, interesting <laughs> from a research point of view, anyway. Yeah. So you actually mentioned that you were doing yours on transmedia, was it? Yeah, transmedia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the mini one anyway is going to be on transmedia. Yeah. It's more, it's, it's, yeah, what is transmedia? It's about the story, really, I suppose, across different platforms and sort of the formation of worlds uh, to, to some degree. So if you were to look at, we say, the likes of um, The Matrix, which one would have been one of the original ones? You have the movie, and that's fine. And then you'll have a book, which may not tell the same story, but it might go into a bit of Neo's backstory right. and give a little bit of the history. So all the little bits and pieces, you know, there'll, there'll be a game which may travel along the same lines, but it may bring you somewhere else. You know, and then okay. there's, there's chat rooms with people having conversations. It's this whole sort of world. It's kind of, it's almost organic. It's not just, there's your movie, away you go. Star Wars would be similar. You have your, your different, you have your different episodes and then, you know, somebody will write a book it may not necessarily be part of the franchise or it could be somebody else is given a job to go off and do and write a book on the backstory of Bobo Fett and where he came from and the world that he lived on, which is not part of, we say, any of the movies. Yeah. But then suddenly you're, you're capturing another part of the audience. Yeah. Somebody else, you know, or there's a game. I Personally, we just say I didn't watch the movie, but I love playing Xbox. Star Wars game comes out, you get the Star Wars game, and then suddenly you're dragged into something else. Yeah. So chat rooms it, it's and the same world but it's just through a a different lens is it or uh, is not it, is not really no it's just it's just been added to and 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 built on okay you know the walking dead would be be quite similar so you had the walking dead the series yeah and then they gave us um fear the walking dead after where you can have a chat about it right so they've got an episode then straight after the the episode that's been on and you've got people talking about it. it's hosted, so they'll have stars coming on that were that are in the show and having a little chat, and then maybe a producer and a writer kind of coming in, giving a little bit more of a story or a bit of a background or talking about the comic which it came from. And then you've got 
the Walking Dead um, game on your mobile, so mm. you can play as the characters. And then we had was a Fear of the Walking Dead came out, so characters yeah. from the Walking Dead who went to that, you know, and it's a it's a different people's point, different people's point of view, how they got to where they are. So yeah. the story it's its own little sort of organic universe that's developing with you know people talking about the whole time and it's the, the third screen thing you know that it's just getting more mileage and bringing people back into where you want them yeah definitely and i think it's interesting you mentioned like how you got there that was a phrase you used there and i think that that's and i might have mentioned this again and if i have sorry but uh i think that's part of it that that fascinates me about media in general and I think that was why I wanted to study this course I think is because you get to know why you got to a certain point and it's it's not just there in front of you you get to like you get to make something from scratch and then see it see it come to life I suppose yeah um which for me is just fascinating I suppose I'd, I'd always use the example of the news for me because I suppose that's the one I remember most because it's you know you get it every day yeah um, and I think that that's interesting um, and we did a bit of the news this morning yeah yeah I think that's interesting for us as well because we're actually one of our assignments this semester is a news day yeah um, but yeah it's like how that news gets there and like how it's decided on how you decide who finds it why it's important yeah it is it's interesting we sat down and had a look at the headlines and you're kind of going okay fair enough the lotto was won somewhere today you know what happens after that they're still talking a bit about brexit you know who's interested who goes out and gets the stories why are they interesting yeah and it's i think that takes me back to a class that i distinctly remember that we had in i think it was second year that I think it was something around news values. And I remember the lecturer putting up a list of what was like considered news worthy, so to speak. And some of the things were just shocking. Yeah. Like, and I suppose like, like we hear news of crimes sometimes, sometimes quite a lot unfortunately but it's 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 interesting when you think of it from a media point of view in that that's actually news which and i think over the past three years it's been really cool to kind of develop that more and see what goes into each part of it in yeah. terms of whether it be video or multimedia or film do you know yeah so, so Dan, I think that's a good place to wrap her up for today. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Dan and Dara Doability. Twitter at Dan and Dara Doability. You get us on Instagram. Same handle again. You same handle again. Dan and Dara Doability. And if you want to drop us an email, you get us at Dan and Dara Doability at gmail.com. Um, I've been Dara McNicholas. And I've been Dan Aaron, and we'll talk to you soon.